Hey everybody, this is Adam from Meat and Potatoes. Uh, Before the podcast starts, I just want to let you guys know, towards the end of the episode, we did have a small technical issue, and so you might hear a little bit of static, and it might kind of seem like um, Jeffrey and I are a little bit dysfunctional as far as our communication goes, but I promise uh, it's all good. We got the issue fixed now, so please um, keep coming back, keep supporting us, and enjoy the podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Meat and Potatoes. I'm Adam. And this is Jeffrey. And today we're going to be talking about a couple things um, like food, something everybody needs, right? Um, so we're going to be listing our favorite foods. We're going to be talking about different kind of restaurants we go to, our favorite foods to cook, how we got our start cooking, and a couple more things too. Yes. Yeah, I wanted to start off though real quick. How are you today, Jeffrey? We haven't we haven't really talked today before uh, right now. So how are you doing? Yeah, I know that's kind of strange too because normally it's like some kind of texting earlier. Um, mm-hmm. I'm okay. I'm kind of tired though for some reason. Um, I did get up a little bit earlier than usual. Um, however, I went outside and it's it's really nice. Um, I mean, you're closer to the East Coast, uh, and I know there's like a lot of snow, and I'm missing all of that. I love the snow, and I've just seen like my mom sent me some videos and just like pictures of. Um, so she's like she's outside of New York, uh, New York City, and um, like there's tons of she got tons of snow, and New York City also got a bunch of snow. And I'm just like, damn, I'm I'm like away from home. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We Uh, sure. I'm not on the East Coast necessarily, but you're right. Closer to where. Yeah, you're you're much closer than I am. Yeah, and it is cold here. Like I love snow, right? But Mm -hmm. I mean, I went outside to let my dog out earlier this morning, and that wind was so cold it like took my breath away for a second. I was like, oh my gosh! Mm. Um, And of course, my dog loves the snow, so he wanted to go out Mm. and uh, play around, and I was ready to go in. Uh, just cause I was so cold. My hands were numb. You know, I had to, I didn't have pockets on the, the sweatshirt I was wearing. Probably should have worn a jacket, maybe some gloves. Uh, but I For me, to. the cold is much, much more tolerable if there is snow. Oh, yes. Like if there's oh, no snow yes. and it's just cold for no reason, I'm just like, <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> like, I like how you phrase it that. Cold? It's just cold for no reason. Like Mother Nature no. just decided it's going to be cold. She doesn't have a reason or anything. Like what's going on here? It's um, like screw you guys. No, That's cold today. It's it's so weird too because I'm getting all of this like information about how cold it is and like all the snow and then here it's just just warm, which is good because it's it's been <laughs> cold here too. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but th- like 2020 for some reason there was so much going on. But even I've noticed the weather in a lot of places have not has not been like typical weather. Um, mm-hmm. So like here in New Mexico, um, you know, like monsoon season starts in like July, for example. Um, mm. But it was like, it didn't start until like somewhere like second week of August is when you really started getting like some heavy rain. Um, and then it's, it's been, you know, colder here. And just like, wow, the weather has been like really crazy. But, um, you know, and it's it's been cold. And everyone's like, aren't you from New York City? So you should be like used to the cold. I'm like, yeah, but this is like, 
I've been here and it's been so warm or like mm-hmm. hot. Um, and, you know, I'm just not used to like the, the sudden shift and like the, the cold, for example. Yeah. Like my body was just so used to it being warm or hot. And so I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I'm not really like, liking this. Um, but yeah, we, I mean, we got some snow. We got like a tiny bit of snow um, last week. I'm like, hmm. damn, I wish I was back in New York already so I can get that snow. But I'm just like, just seeing it makes me feel so like happy yeah and good so uh everybody i know uh, other than you hates the snow and i like the snow because i feel like it's like a reset on the world's bullcrap you know you walk Mm -hmm. outside and it's like this fresh snow covering the ground it's like a a blank slate it's like a clean slate you know Mm -hmm. um and so i love that i think i think fresh fallen snow is one of the most beautiful things i mean it was snowing the other night and i had work early in the morning um, and I think you and I and our other friend were talking until like early in the morning that particular night mm-hmm. when it started snowing here. And I went out on my porch in at like 1 a.m. And I just like stood on my porch while it snowed uh, mm-hmm. just because it was so beautiful. And the moonlight reflects off of the white snow. Oh, and yeah. so it seems actually like bright outside instead of seeming like 1 a.m., when it should yeah. be pitch black, it was like, it seemed like it was like early evening almost. And I was, I just, I loved that. thought it was so pretty. Um, um, we're about to get into a whole podcast about snow. Um, <laughs> but no, what you said, you had said fresh fallen snow is like the best. My mom is like that where she doesn't mind the snow, but she likes it with like when it first comes down and, you know, like if it sticks or whatever, then you get build up on the ground and everything. She's like, yeah, that's so nice. But like the day after that, like especially in New York City, for example, um, it can get very dirty real quick. Um, uh-huh, but even yeah. then, like I, it doesn't get like super dirty in like a day or two. It takes like you know a few days to a week for it to get like okay, this is like getting disgusting. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just loved the snow ever since I was a kid. I remember like this one time because um, my one of my uncles uh, worked for sanitation. And so around um, snow or like winter season, and they like certain people will volunteer, or I I guess it's like volunteering, but like you you would request that you would do the snow plowing because it's done by sanitation, mm-hmm. and um, I think you get like extra money too or whatever. Um, but he had did it that particular winter, and I was like, I don't know, like maybe nine or so. And so he he had like called upstairs and was like, you know, he's plowing the snow, he's downstairs. And I went downstairs, like put my coat and stuff, and he had like plowed a whole bunch of snow like onto the sidewalk. So like across the street from where I live, um, like if you if you round the corner where the bus stop is where I live, and then you cross the street from there, there's um the other side of the train station where people come out to like get off on like in my neighborhood. And he plowed all the snow there because that that size not really used except for like a little bit of parking. And I remember it was like this big, tall, like mound of snow. And I was like playing <laughs> in it. I, I like jumped around, like laid in the snow for so long that I ended up getting a headache. Um, wow. And it was like so bad. Like I remember like I was like, once I finally decided that I had enough, I like was waiting to go into the building because um, we have like 
two set of doors, like one door, and then you go in, and there's another door. Um, and I just started crying because my head was hurting so bad. Oh, and, oh um, no. Yeah. And my mom was like, you know, you probably shouldn't have been playing in that snow. But it's like, <laughs> but I love the snow. But it's like so many fond memories. Of like, I remember even before then, I was like in 1996, we had one of like the biggest snowstorms. And um, my mom and I went somewhere. We went more. To, so we're like in we're, we're in Harlem is where mm-hmm. we live and or where I live now um, since she's away. And um and so I'm like on one, like upper 40s, West 40s, um, West 140s. And so we went down to like 110th Street because there's like a big CVS there and she had to get like, I don't know, like one of her medications or something because she gets migraines. And like we were talking about this before. Mm-hmm. I remember we went, I think we walked all the way down there. And the reason that was so fun is because there was so much snow, like, cars are barely driving in the street and so you could just like walk in the street and and i just remember that's like one of my really fondest memories and i was just four years old and so i think that that's how profound i guess the snow is for me that that's how much i love it um but yeah i just love the snow yeah i mean snow definitely invokes like a lot i mean winter in general it, mm-hmm. it just invokes a lot of things like you said like uh you know, scooping snow, like shoveling snow. If you're out where I live yeah, yeah. Um, with the long drives and stuff, um, making snowmen, that's fun. Uh, sledding. I that. love sledding. Here's the thing. I am 26 years old and one of my favorite things to do still to this day. I love going sledding. Um, I, wow. I actually recall, and you'll have to ask him about it. Um, with, uh, our, our friend Vince, um, mm-hmm. we went sledding one year, uh, it was the year before I actually moved um, uh, moved away from my parents' house. Um, mm-hmm. We went sledding, and I uh, I borrowed quote unquote. We have a you know I have a big family farm um, down where I used to live, and so there's a lot of hills and things on that farm, like big hills, like like giant, like perfect for sledding, pretty steep some of them. Uh-huh. And um, I borrowed my my little cousin's sleds, okay. <laughs> And I went down this hill and I, there's like a little drop off, like a jump. Um, and I went off that jump and just shattered the sled underneath oh, me. No. It was like one of those little plastic ones and it just broke uh, into multiple pieces. And I was like, Oh no, it's fine. I'll go get him another sled. And mm-hmm. you know, which I never did. I'm really sorry um, to them if they're, if they do listen to this, but I, I, uh, <laughs> I never bought them a new sled. And then I, so I borrowed my other little cousin's sled and I went down this other hill and I, there was a rock or something under the snow. And I hit that rock like full force. Uh, and it just, it just busted through the bottom of the sled and like it bruised like me up pretty bad. It bruised like my thigh, uh, really Damn. bad. And that sled was broken too. Um, and so, um, like but yeah, some good looks in. yeah. So I mean, sledding snowball fights and ready for this. Uh-oh. This is the only time of year that I will eat soup. Okay. Wait, you don't eat soup normally? I don't really like soup that much. It has to, I have to like really feel soup. Okay. Like it's one Uh, of those foods like I have to crave. And for some uh, reason, my body just, it, other than chili, I don't know if you count chili as a soup. Some people do. mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. I kind of think of it as its own thing. Yeah, me too. Um, But that's the only thing I crave uh, outside of winter. Like I don't like potato soup. 
often like yeah. i have to really crave that chicken noodle soup i have to crave that and only well, a lot of people I only get those at, cravings in the winter yeah a lot of people look at look at soup um as a winter thing because it's so mm-hmm. cold or whatever the case may be and so they you know make soup to you know stay warm and stuff um speaking of soups my mom i feel like it was my mom uh like she made lima bean soup and she was like I don't know if I'm making this up or what, but I could have sworn that she had made it one time when we were kids. And she was like, it's a like you eat the lima bean soup, it's good for the one time, but it's supposed to stick to your bones or something. I don't and I'm thinking about it now mm-hmm. like that shit don't make no sense. Um yeah, I don't know. That's sort of like an old, you know southern thing too well probably not because does it even get cold that cold in itself uh i mean i think it depends where you i've actually been to disney world in on thanks like on thanksgiving and it was Uh we went to the water park while we were there and it was actually like really cold it was too cold to like comfortably enjoy the water park so i've i've been to orlando like i went we went to disney world um oh this was like a long time ago and um, we went during Christmas because my one of my nieces, uh, her birthday is on Christmas. And so we decided to go there. Um, and it wasn't too bad. Like in the evening, you would wear like a little light jacket and that was it. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah. wow, that's like, you know, in New York City, it was freezing because we so we wore uh-huh. like, our big coats and stuff. And Absolutely. we got there. I was like, we don't need this. Um, no. I mean, of course. And you're farther up north than I am too. So um, mm-hmm. when you're in New York City, so yeah, like you you get when I think it's cold. Like I I mean I would be fine in New York City. Like not necessarily like as far as the people go. Like I'm not mm-hmm. a super people person. But yeah. um, I, the weather, I I probably wouldn't have too much of an issue with it. Like. Um, but you know what, you know, speaking on the topic of, of food in winter and Disney, where I thought of Disney just now, uh-huh. it got me eating at Disney. Um, the last time I went, got me into one of what is now one of my, I won't say like one of my all time favorite foods, but it's something that I, I never, ever tried. And then I got into it after I was in Disney and I have had it like so many times since then. I've even like made it myself. Chicken Ooh. and waffles. Hey, right like like uh-huh. chicken and waffles i don't like the you know full chicken leg or anything or like chicken thigh anything with the bone in it i just yeah. like you know the way they did it there it was like a crispy chicken tender like covered in this like spicy sauce they slapped uh-huh. that on top of a waffle poured syrup all over it and i was in heaven while i was so eating we it were, i mean yeah we talked so about good. that a little bit and um i think it's so interesting so i feel like well i mean i can only speak to being black i guess but it's it seems more popular in like black communities like chicken and waffles you know that's it's always seemed like a a black thing um and i've only had it once and i you know you know they put like some chicken on a waffle um Mm -hmm. but i remember like growing up or at least being like younger than i am now and hearing about like how chicken and waffles are like so good um and like they're they just like their whole restaurant's dedicated to that um but i didn't have it up until that point and this was like maybe four or five years ago and um i was like yeah it's okay you know mm-hmm. didn't think yeah, i mean too much of it 
I for me it just scratches all the itches, especially when the chicken's got like a little bit of like hot sauce or something on it, you know, or if yeah. it's like tossed in something spicy. Cause then you've got spicy, you've got like the the sugary sweetness to kind of cool the spicy. You've got the salty, mm. and again, you've got the sweetness of the syrup and waffle to like balance that out. Like it's got yeah. so it's so good. It's not healthy by any means, you know. But uh <laughs> I think I, I kind of dove into it a little bit hard after I tried it for the first time. I was like, okay, I'm going to eat chicken and waffles at least twice a week. Then I was like, okay, no, this is a horrible decision. So now it's more like maybe I haven't had it in a while, but that's something like if I'm by myself, cause my girlfriend doesn't really care for chicken and waffles uh, as a combo. Mm. Like she likes waffles and she likes chicken, but the combo but thing doesn't work for her. Yeah. Wow. So when I'm by myself, I'll, I'll make it, um, but not that often anymore. You know, there's, there's mm. not a whole lot of ways to make that healthy and make it taste good. I mean, sure. Somebody out there can figure it out. I myself am not, you know, I, I think I'm an okay cook. Uh, I would by no means call myself a chef, but like, mm. <laughs> but I think you, somebody out there could make it healthy. Were you familiar good. with chicken and waffles? I'm, I mean, this day, I'm pretty sure there's like vegan chicken and waffles. Um, Cause there's like so many, vegan vegetarian stuff and i'm not saying that to like be like you know too much of this stuff because i am vegetarian um oh funny story we so you, you know i've been talking to you about like um like beyond beef and like impossible mm-hmm. burger um the other like maybe like a week ago we had burgers um so barbara's husband made yeah we have they have a grill in the back and so he got he normally gets you know some real burgers uh for him and then like gabriel comes over um and then the impossible burgers and we've been having much more impossible compared to beyond beef because impossible is a lot more um uh i can't think of the word but it's 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 a lot more chameleon like in terms of flavor whereas um, yeah where whereas beyond beef i told you has like it's it has a distinct taste to it no, which yeah. is not mm-hmm. bad but it, and it no. also has a distinct smell so like you know when someone's making it yeah. or at least i do um and i think Barbara no, i agree uh-huh and so you know he made burgers we had burgers that night <clears throat> and so normally we have like a few left leftovers and um i think i was you know late night gaming and i was like i'm kind of hungry so i went to the kitchen there was a burger and i cut it in half because i was like you know, Barbara's probably going to want half of it um, or something to eat like later on in the day, the next day. And I heated up and ate it. Uh, apparently, that was a whole beef burger. Um, oh, and no. I was just like, and I, oh. eating it, I was like, okay, something tastes a little bit different, but I thought maybe it was like the mushrooms or something on the burger. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't oh, realize man. it until earlier like the next day barbara was like did you cut half the burger and it was like yeah you know i didn't know i figured like i didn't want to eat the whole thing i figured you want some and um she was like well it was a beef breaker oh how'd that <laughs> make you feel like i mean i felt fine and I, I, there are these instances of people who are vegetarian or who have been vegetarian for a long time uh-huh. to experience some kind of side effect when they eat meat well i meant like emotionally like how did well, that make yeah. you feel so i mean emotionally i felt 
fine because if I'm not like super strict, like if something is, and I think I talked to I talked to you or someone about this, but like, and certain restaurants, um, for example, where they do cater to you know meat or just vegetables, um, they cook a lot of the things in the same pot or pan, and so some people are picky to the point where they would want a whole separate. Uh, cooking apparatus or like a cooking medium and um, I'm not like that you know you you cook you can just cook like beef or something and then you'll cook your vegetables right behind it I will still eat the vegetables um, depending on the taste because a lot of times you can still taste a strong meat flavor um, but normally I'm not I'm not too picky um, and for me I went vegetarian not for animals per se um it was for like uh, my own personal health and i want to just kind of experiment and see if um you know i would feel different in any way and I, I do in some aspects um but yeah i mean i didn't feel like oh my god you know um <laughs> I've, I've been in yeah. the for like two and a half years now um so i'm not like too crazy to, to like crazy strict or anything like yeah, it's, that. Yeah, it's not like a life devotion at this point. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I have I have some friends and I, there are people that I know who have been vegetarian for a long time and then gone back to eating meat. Um, mm-hmm. So And I don't know, like, you know, somewhere down the line, maybe I'll go back to eating regular, not regular food, but meat. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, wow. So we all were like, dying laughing after that uh, and it's funny because like we we barbara and i went um to get some groceries and she was like you know she was trying to think like who in the house would like neatly cut a burger in half and eat half of it um and of course <laughs> it would be me um yeah so i thought that was pretty funny um but yeah i um i i feel like i'm saying i'm a lot um Okay, did again. I don't. <laughs> there's there's uh, a um count fifty. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't mind. It's funny because like a year ago, I think I went over. We were spending time with Jack's family, um, like his uncle, and aunts and stuff. And so, his uncle has some friends that live in like this really fancy part of Connecticut. And he made like they, you know, they they cooked this whole thing. And they had friends over, and this is like this is pre-COVID, not last year, like twenty twenty, like twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, the last year that counted. Yeah, so <laughs> they they cooked this whole big thing, and um, they they made food, and no one really. I mean, people know that I'm vegetarian, but these these hosts did not know. So they made a, uh, they did like shrimp on a. Uh, like shrimp on a barbie or whatever mm-hmm. and um like some soup and i was telling them that just before they put it because they they set up the whole table it's like oh i'm vegetarian and so they moved they moved uh the shrimp or whatever and the guy was kind of drunk so there's like everyone's kind of queer and um yikes. so not the queer <laughs> not part yikes, the, the being drunk um, part <laughs> yeah no he was like he was like over the top. I mean, and his personality is already like that. So when he drinks, it gets exacerbated. Oh, and yeah. it's it's so crazy too because his partner is just kind of like, uh, you know, gotta kind of dial it back. And he's like, 
he wasn't really making a big deal about me not eating it, but he was like, you should try it. You should try it. And it's like, you know what? For you, I will try it. And I like shrimp anyway. Like shrimp, before I was vegetarian, it was my favorite, one of my favorite foods. And so I tried it and I ate it. It was good. And like Jackson was like having a whole thing about it. He's like, we're going to revoke your vegetarian card. It was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm not like super strict. And so like, it's been like a year or so since then. And I had a, um, we went over to his dad's house. Well, I, Gabriel and I went over to his dad's house um, a couple of nights ago. And his wife made um, taquitos, I think they're called, like the rolled up. Yes. Yeah. And those, I would, I used to eat those a lot before I was at Terry. And I was like, you know what? Let me get one of those. And she was like, you know, this, and it was chicken, like, like shredded chicken and mm-hmm. cheese. And she's like, honestly, there's not even that much chicken in it. And I ate it. Um, and it's funny because and then gabriel was making a big deal i was like you're not a real vegetarian (laughs) you know i still consider myself vegetarian and and i mean i'll I'll take like once a year i'll have like a piece of meat or something and it'd be like a small piece it's not like i'm eating like like, the whole banquet yeah Mm -hmm. like my main source of protein is of course meat you know because i'm very much i'm the meat and meat and potatoes right Mm. um and so um but you know, there are days where I won't eat any meat at all. Like, and that doesn't mean yeah. I'm a vegetarian. It's like the opposite of what you go through. Like people make fun of you. Cause you're like, I'm a vegetarian, but on the occasion I'll have some meat, you know, it's the I'll opposite have, like, for a me. Like, piece of beef. yeah, I'm very omnivorous, I guess. Um, more so now I've been eating, incorporating more vegetables into my diet and, uh, <laughs> things that aren't meat and, you know, well, other forms well, of like bad things like chips or macaroni you know like that used to be we, my ideal meal is like a piece of meat of some sort and mac and yeah. cheese uh, which is you know the meat part healthy was healthy depending on how um it was cooked but then the mac and cheese is just like buttery salty cheesy and mm-hmm. i'm like no no part of that was healthy so no not at all. Uh, i mean it's, it's i think we've all grown up like eating meat there's only one guy i know where he actually he, he and his wife are both vegetarian and they raised their kids um uh, uh being vegetarian um and that's the only time i've ever heard of that um but you know like i like most of americans uh i grew up eating meat and so yeah i don't know it's, it was an, an interesting shift for for me to become vegetarian but growing up like teenage years i kind of slowed down on eating meat anyway and i've kind of thought about had that idea in the back of my head of becoming vegetarian um but my mom like i remember like i can remember being little and like always being around my mom and like she would cook in the kitchen and stuff Mm -hmm. and always being interested in food like i would watch um a lot of like cooking shows and it's funny because we're we're recording on zoom and my name because i don't have i don't use the app and so every yep. time I, I join on the browser, I, I just change my name to something silly. And so today, <laughs> my name's Emerald. Um, <laughs> and I felt like that was fitting. Emerald Lagasse. Um, Mr. Lagasse, yes. Yeah. Bam. And I would, bam. I would, I would watch his show <laughs> so, so, you know, what's funny too. He does bam and there's a drag queen site, like really, really off topic who did uh, bam was like her catchphrase. And this one um, challenge, it was, it was hilarious. Um, but I, um, it's it was so weird. Like I loved watching like 
cooking shows and then later on like cooking competitions uh and then like just kind of being around like cooking but i never really cooked anything until maybe what this like turns to one like 2018 ish um and uh, that's only because i ended up getting a job where i was a personal assistant um and this guy he he's pretty cool he um he has a form of cerebral palsy um and it's not like super severe like he he like went to to college and everything and he directs films and stuff now so he's able to like function on his own but there are some things that he can't do and like cooking for instance is one of them so um that was part of like the job description and i remember he got or he had these uh hello fresh or something one of those um meal plan things where you go online and you pick from a list and they'll send you uh a certain amount of um ingredients and uh, what it, like menus sort of and so i remember going like the girl who works who worked like different days than i did she was like you know everything's cool and you just kind of cook and i'm just like oh boy this is gonna be something and um she was like you know it's easy you just both both of them were like you just follow this but i remember there's there's kind of something i think that's off-putting to people who've never really cooked on their own um about just going to the kitchen because you're making food especially if you're cooking for someone else um or like a, a group of people it's like you're cooking food and you're not too sure of like how you're doing certain things or what you're doing and it's it's i mean looking at a recipe sure you can say it's quote unquote easy but actually like doing it and being able to taste and adjust for example mm-hmm. um is, is like pretty major as far as cooking um but that's what kind of thrusted me further into actually cooking stuff and um just like just experimenting really in the kitchen and so and lucky enough for me when i decided I was going to be vegetarian my mom was on board so I didn't have to go too crazy as far as like oh I need to find new stuff to eat um because she would help me and like and buy stuff for me so that that really helped and that's kind of what propelled my cooking journey and now I'm just like cooking all kinds of stuff really a lot a lot of like Asian cuisine Mm um a lot of like Asian and Mexican those are two flavors that I find I really enjoy. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like I'm neither of those two things. Um, I am the whitest of the yeah. white. But that doesn't mean, first of all, I don't even want to talk about that stereotype where white people only spice oh, things with salt and pepper. God. I hate that. I hate that. Cause that's not necessarily true. Okay. Uh, it's I so funny cause I made that though. joke earlier with someone else. Um, we're not going to name names in here, but they were <laughs> like, you know, so-and-so made something. And it actually, it actually turned out better than theirs. And then they were like, there was only one thing though, there wasn't salt. And I was like, oh boy. And I was like, you know what they say, you know, white people don't say <laughs> But um, I, you know, that's obviously not true. Like you cook, I mean, I haven't had your food. Oh yeah. I mean, I've, seen, I've sent you pictures yeah. of like chicken that I've, before I put it in the oven and stuff and it's mm-hmm. it's got covered in spices. I will tell yeah. you something, a little secret. 
a lot of people put like the salt, you know, they cook the, the salt and stuff onto the food. I put the salt on after. Okay. So, um, and it I've just very salt. minimal. I'm... I don't like a lot of salt. So that's why I'd people rather get the other that... flavors. Yeah. People. Um, so wait, do you, own, do you add just salt afterwards or all the seasoning afterwards? No, I, uh, season it and then I cook it in the seasoning. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll do like, you know, garlic, I'll do like, onion powder um um so like uh oregano okay. if i'm doing giving out your whole secret man. No, no, no. i'm something. not gonna go through my whole spice cabinet but you know i'll put all the the seasonings like let's say i'm making um chicken parmesan or something like that you know mm-hmm. so of course i'll bread the chicken um i'll season the chicken um in the breading like in that case i'd mix the the seasoning into the breading you know dip it in the egg mixture flour oh, the seasoning a, i guess wash, i think yeah so so back and forth you know do the whole thing Judge. and mm-hmm. and so then after that was you know i i would probably bake it in the oven at that point um um what did i say probably of course i would bake it in the oven <laughs> probably, <laughs> i'm not trying know. to eat my chicken medium rare or anything like that <laughs> microwave um, it but, yes <laughs> but uh then i would put the salt on so like all the other seasonings um would go on beforehand but the salt to me goes on last, um, not because I want it to be the primary flavor, but because I would rather the other flavors cook into the food. Um, I've, that I've makes realized sense. And, too that when you sorry to cut you off, but when you cook with different flavors, and let's say it does need like a little bit of salt or something, just a little bit of salt is so good. Like it goes a long uh-huh. way. And, oh yeah, it's just flavors. Um, oh yeah, which is for sure. Like, it's like magic. Like, yeah, it's so it's, crazy to me. It's the it's the flavor enhancer. It's not the you know, it's mm-hmm. it's not the only spice you need on anything for sure. But what I was what I was going back to what I was saying is like I'm not Asian. I'm not Hispanic. Like there's, I you know I haven't done like the ancestry.com or DNA test thing. Um, Ooh, you I have, I haven't. But mm-hmm. I um, I'm certain no part of me is asian imagine, if there is it's like it's like imagine 1% you were like or 20% less <laughs> that imagine would be cool. like 20% chinese that would be cool i don't think that's the case um but that would be awesome i'm i'm certain i have no hispanic heritage uh that that would be more likely 15%, because i do know where my family comes from um, 15% it, um um uh peruvian there you go that's you do you say 15% no, perverted no Peruvian. Per, oh, okay. There's a little bit of a lag on my end. It sounded like you said I'm 15 percent perverted. It's <laughs> like, oh, that's what we did. I was saying that, that like, a, I, I didn't want to uh, say like Mexican or something. Where it's like, okay, you know, because Mexican is not the only uh, Latin that, American yeah, culture out there. That is correct. So it's like, so imagine like you're 20 percent Chinese and like 15 percent Peruvian or something. Well, see, I. I'm not any percent. I'm. Sh- I know where my family comes from for the most part. Okay, like I know my heritage. Must be um, nice. Thanks to some, well, thanks to some family members that I have. You know, deeply studied like the genealogy of my family, and I'm talking like yeah. a- as far back as they could possibly have done without any sort of professional technology. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm. I. But those are my favorite flavors. I think. Um, but that being said. Uh, in, in just a couple minutes, I'm going to ask you to name, you know, your top five foods. We're going to see if you can, you know, 
if you can crank yeah, yeah. out a list, I wrote mine down. I'm going to challenge you to just name yours. Okay. So I'm cheating. I mean, I'm a curious bit. if there's any, any overlap too. Yeah, that would be interesting. I wonder though, because of our, um, our differences, of course, like mm-hmm. you don't eat meat, but I also have, you know, gotten into like, because of you actually, I've gotten into like beyond beef, yeah. uh, which is awesome. I love cooking with beyond beef. I'm out currently. Mm-hmm. Like I need to go get some more, um, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's awesome. I love cooking with it. Um, but yeah, so those are some of my favorite flavors. Like I branch out pretty far as far as the things I try to cook. Um, recently I found a really good recipe online for soup dumplings. Um, and oh, they, yeah, you were telling me. I, I would, yeah. And I was so surprised cause I've craved those and I've craved those and I'm sure they're somewhere nearby, um, that, well, maybe not nearby, but within like a 30 minute to 40 minute driving range for me, um, that serves them but I couldn't find it anywhere. If there was like, I couldn't find any place that, that served them, you know? Um, so I was like, I'm just going to find a recipe and I made them and I sent you a picture the first time I made them and they didn't like look the best, but they tasted so good. And then I've made them probably like five or six times since then. And they have come out so great. And I actually sent a picture of the last batch that I made, uh, which was like two days ago, uh, to my girl. Actually, no, it was yesterday. Um, I send them to my girlfriend and she's like, you literally wait until I'm not with you and then you cook all <laughs> the good stuff. Cause like, you know, oh, we don't no. live together. She just comes and stays for a couple of days at a time. Yeah. Um, and so she's, she's like, you wait till I leave and then you make all the good stuff. And I'm like, I always tell her the same thing. I'm like, well, the good stuff that I make is good because I've made it before. You know, I don't just try recipes right there necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, which like by the way, that. any couples looking for a fun date night idea, if you have any kind of culinary talent or even not find a recipe <laughs> within, you know, your ability, of course, cause you don't want it to be uh-huh. a total disaster and wasting yeah. money on ingredients and stuff and cook it together. Right. That's a fun date night idea. I, 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 I think that's fun. I am the person who I like to be in the kitchen, like alone i know that sounds bad but like when my girlfriend comes to help me cook um we turn it we we have fun while we're cooking together like we'll sing and dance around the kitchen and stuff um you know we don't do like the whole cutesy flower fights and and you know throwing like icing at each other like yeah like you know none of that but like we have fun while we cook together but if it's me i prefer to be the only one in my kitchen my kitchen's pretty small anyway yeah, um, but also I move it. I move in like this weird way when I'm cooking. Like I kind of, I don't want to sound, you know, cliche, but I kind of get lost in it. Like I, I get lost in a lot of things that I do. Um, I'm, I, I hyper focus on things. Okay. And that's just, that's a side effect of being like ADHD is, you know, we hyper focus on, on things. And that means mm-hmm. like we get totally lost in it. If we get out of our groove, sometimes it's, it, it's, bad you know it it can result in like a total malfunction and so she now knows like my girlfriend now knows um if i'm in that zone like she's starting to recognize you know the signs that i'm hyper focused like i'm in my zone and so she now knows she's like okay he's he's in that place right now i'm not gonna intervene so if i'm in the kitchen like my right hand is over you know grabbing a spice off the shelf my left hand is you know putting something on the plate and yeah i I move in this way and i i really do get lost in it like it it becomes like it's uh like a a whole dance whenever i'm in there um and i've got i love it i mean and i've got a funny little story literally it's the shortest story i'll probably ever tell on any podcast 
but I want to say I'm the opposite of my brother. Like when I'm in the kitchen, typically I'm not stressed. Okay. If, if I'm under a time constraint, like if people are coming over and I need to finish something, I'm stressed a little bit, but I still enjoy, but my brother, he is, he, when he first he's, he's married now, but when he first started dating his, his now wife, um, they were so funny because we, my family would have get togethers. Uh, of course, long, this is a long time pre COVID they they've been married for several years now. Um, and they would, they were like one of those like funny cooking shows, you know, like, like one of those Netflix shows, not like we're chefs in America or anything, but one of those <laughs> shows like cooking contests where they're all stressed and they're like, okay, we need to get this out of the kitchen. We have like five minutes to get all this done. Where is the beef? Ooh, I need to, I, I need that. to put the sauce on the beef. And like, uh-huh. we would all just sit in the living room and get out of their way. And we would, we would all just kind of laugh, not making fun of him or anything. Cause you know, the food they cooked was pretty good in the end, but it was, it was pretty funny to, to sit and watch. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like um, it's so interesting that uh, when I was younger, um, well until like my you know teenagers, uh, when my mom would cook, I would just kind of like be in there every now and then, and um, hover a lot more when I was a younger kid. Um, but when I'm cooking, I generally don't like. Like, you can kind of, like, hang around the kitchen and, like, chat and stuff, but I don't like people kind of, like, looking Mm -hmm. at me. Like, hovering. Yeah, because I feel like, for me, a lot of my cooking, because I would see my mom, my mom never really measured stuff. Um, And it's funny because my brother, whenever he would call her to ask her, like, if he's trying to make something like mac and cheese, for example, and mm-hmm. he's like, well, how did you, how, like, how much of this did you put in? Like, how did you do that? She's like, I don't know. I just kind of, like, you know, did it by hand. And for some reason, I love that. Like, I, mm-hmm. some things I will measure, but I love the do idea. Do it by of taste. Kind of like, yeah, yeah. Doing that or going, just going with the <clears> flow, <throat> you know, like, I'll add a little bit of this, like, and I'll try to eye it. Um, but some, a lot of people that I know at least don't really do that um like barbara for example is the complete opposite even with recipes that she's done already i've i noticed that she would um like let's say she's made uh meatballs for example um she and she's done it before she would look at the same recipe as far as i know sometimes they they, they would be different ones um but she would go exactly by the recipe again and for me i like to make like and then I mean, she makes edits too i've noticed but i every time i feel like for me it's a little bit different um yeah i I don't know there's something about that process of just kind of adding a little bit of this adding a little bit of that um you know it's it's something i've i've seen growing up a lot and honestly the food that i make like barbara always does this thing and it kind of makes me like uh don't say that because we'll all be sitting at the dinner table and um you know I'll, i'll make dinner and he's like, this is good. Like, everyone likes the food. And she's like, you know, everything you make is good. And it's just like, don't say that. And I mean, her husband, Rick, he's cool. But it's like, imagine how he feels because, and this is like no shade or anything, but mm-hmm. he doesn't make a lot of different foods. And I mean, he's a meat eater. So, and Barbara and I are both vegetarian. So he, and he's he's gotten on board with like getting you know, impossible burgers um, or like impossible meat, for example, to make things um, that we can all eat. Um, 
but his range is really limited um, as far as like tacos and burgers or like Swedish meatballs. And that's kind of the cycle. Um, and it's just like the ick, and it's good. Like, I don't, I don't mind it, but I just like, I don't want to get like that praise every time I make dinner because yeah. I feel like, you know, it makes, uh, like, it would make him feel bad. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, I, I love this fuck, uh, just, I need to be careful. Um, just like turning around <laughs> the kitchen. <laughs> I tell you, like, I am so terrible. Like, every, <laughs> Every few words is like something bad, and you're there. like, I gotta um, check myself. Yeah, really but I I love cooking, and I've I always take a picture and send it like to my brother, for example, because we're so far away right now, um, and to him or my mom, and um, and I send stuff to you too, and you and Adam, mm-hmm. um, you and Vince, um, and yeah, it's, I know I sent my mom the last thing I sent her. She's like. Wow, you're, you're becoming a good chef and a part of me was kind of like you know i've kind of been cooking for a while now because she's been away and normally um you know when she cooks she cooks for like the whole family like you know if i weren't cooking i'd kind of be screwed um even before coming here to new mexico uh when i was in the apartment by myself like it's either i'm gonna cook food or i'm gonna be ordering food and i think that is just so ridiculous yeah um to like order food every night um there are some friends of mine who do that i don't know if they're gonna mm-hmm. listen to this but i've already had that <laughs> conversation like just go to the grocery store you can eat you can eat so much more um uh-huh. or get like so much more bang for your buck with buying stuff so it's just like oh, absolutely ridiculous. um but yeah so there's just something about like being in the kitchen and funny yeah. thing i considered culinary school um, yeah. Yep. A few I've years had ago. that thought before as well. I, I, I absolutely to, thought about that. Yeah, and I mean because a little backstory. Um, I've been to college a few times, and I ended up leaving. Um, you know, I'm probably gonna go back because that looks like that's just gonna be the most beneficial thing. Um, but like I've done quite a bit bouncing around. I've considered. You know, you're doing hair or like makeup, for instance, because I have some background in that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was just like so in love with cooking that I really, and I still am, I'm probably more so. I'm sorry, I keep stopping. There's like hot messes up in my lap, and there's like cat hair everywhere, cat hair in my mouth. Um, hot mess is the name of his cat for our, uh, our listeners. Yes, and we don't call him hot mess for fun and games, okay? And not, <laughs> not, not that he's like, you know, homeless homeless looking or anything but he's a long-haired cat <laughs> and he, he has hair everywhere he has like a mane around his neck like a lion oh he's really adorable gross. though he is he so is. such a beautiful cat i had i'm really sorry to my cat like i had to luck sunny his my cat's name is sunny sun bear really is his is his full name uh so we're not here naming our cats conventional names by the way um no. but sunny i had to put him outside he has this thing that he does where he'll get he i think he knows what my microphone does so he'll meow into my microphone and, and you've mm-hmm. heard that before and it, he doesn't That's just fine. meow like a regular cat like he shouts at it um <laughs> but but yeah so um i mean cooking though it's, it's sorry i didn't mean to go off about my cat um also oh. but like 
Because we're not cooking cats, by the way. That's that's not what we're getting. We're not, at. We don't but, do uh, that here. <laughs> but uh, um, I don't. I don't know. Like cooking is just it's it's awesome for me. It's almost therapeutic sometimes. But yeah. I don't like people breathing down my neck either. You know why? Yeah, it's just so like don't watch me. Well, Let me do my. It's process. because for me, it's it's not like where you where you said like you know you're worried about the critique afterwards for me it's because some of my and i'm not saying they're gross like i'm a pretty good cook i have i i think i've made very few things that people have not actually enjoyed um Mm -hmm. and typically if they don't enjoy it it's because they didn't like it before i cooked it like my girlfriend doesn't like fish and i've tried making salmon before Mm -hmm. and i thought it was great other people have tried it the way i make it and they think it's really good she doesn't like fish at all like any kind of fish so she doesn't like it of course but I, I do use some unconventional, you know, cooking methods. Like some things I do are not by the book, not by the recipe. I make a cheesecake mm-hmm. and this is going to sound super sketchy. Okay. And, and for any of our friends that might be, or my friends, especially that might be listening who have had this cheesecake recipe that I make before, Uh-oh. typically everybody really likes it. I make it when, um, you know, I've got my, my close group of friends who come to visit every now and then. Um, mm-hmm. I usually have it sitting on the bar when they get in, uh, you know, come into my my apartment i have a secret ingredient in that that i also i'm not going to name out loud i don't want anyone to know but if (laughs) yeah i'm making the power puff girls um (laughs) and so i don't want you know if if you saw me put this ingredient in there you might be a little um turned off of of my my cheesecake in a way that not in a bad way like it's an it's totally edible in fact some people eat this ingredient by itself or drink this i should say ingredient by itself yeah it's fish sauce um clam juice like mushed clams um but like for instance um and and i'm not calling anyone out but i made like a wine marinated steak once you know and because Mm. i i gave this uh i made it for a couple people i made like five or six steaks um all in this nice wine marinade it was awesome it's my favorite wine marinade recipe and uh i I gave it to one person in particular who was very against alcohol. And because I did that, this person didn't eat the steak. However, um, oh, no. of course, you know, the alcohol cooks out. Okay. Um, yeah. the flavor just kind of boosts the steak a little bit. I hear your cats back there fighting. Yeah. I was uh, going to say, I don't know if that's picking up. They're, it's not <laughs> it's barely. It's there funny. are two it's other funny. cats in this house and they are out there going crazy. Yeah. It's okay though. Uh, they're just passionate about food also. But like, yeah. you know, so if I, I don't want to ruin something I make before someone gets the chance to take it, taste it. Like whenever mm. I started cooking, I started off not bragging, not self bragging, but like I started off uh, as a pretty good cook. Like I had kind of a natural thing for it. My mom has said that my grandma, who is one of the best cooks, like home home chefs, I'll say um, she has actually called me a couple times recently. And I actually have talked to you about that Um comparing recipes with me and saying, well, I want to try your recipe. How do you do this? How do you do this? Yeah, I had you know, this really fish cool. fillet you made. I love that. That boosted my confidence. And she didn't even mm-hmm. realize she was, she was boosting me up. Like, um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. And, and so I've had to like work my way into being a cook in my family, so to speak, like mm-hmm. people, because I was, I wasn't like a bad kid or anything, but I, I think people didn't necessarily trust the fact, like I just came out the gate cooking 
you know, all yeah. of a sudden it wasn't like I slowly was like, well, I tried making cookies today. Taste them and see how you like. I was like, oh, I made this steak by myself. Like I marinated. I found this marinade. I made this ramen. Let's go ahead and try this. You know, I started out cooking like whole things for people. It wasn't just like a, I made boxed brownies. Try them. Let's see if you <laughs> like them. Like I was just like, not to, not to make a food pun, but bam, here I am. I'm in the kitchen now. And so okay. my family members were like, I feel like they didn't trust it for a while. And so I don't want somebody to see me like, you know, for instance, taking that wine marinade, marinate a steak for a couple hours in wine uh, and other seasonings. And then they're like, oh, that has wine on it. He ruined it. I don't want to try it. You know, I want people to experience food the way that I intend for them to experience. And I'm, I love to eat. I love food. I'm not out here trying to poison anybody or to make anyone sick. It's so weird to me to have like getting like my family giving me comments on my cooking, for example, mm -hmm. because they've only seen it through pictures. Um, but yeah, so I don't get that like, oh, your food's so good because, you know, they haven't tried it. And I've been away. And since I've been away, that's when I've really leaned more into um, cooking stuff. So I look forward to when I'm back home to making some stuff for my family to try and see what they think. And, you know, it'll be a lot different, too, for them, because a lot of them don't. I mean, they eat like vegetables and stuff, of course, but they don't eat vegetarian meals. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think my mom has ever had tofu. And um, from back in the day, apparently, tofu has had a, a bad rap, too. Um, and I feel like that's because no one really knew all the possibilities with tofu and exactly how to cook it to make it, you know, more appealing. Um, so I'm really excited to like get back home and start cooking. Also, uh, I'm looking forward to my little trip before home. Um, so I get to, you know, cook some more and show off some more of my skills, get some more feedback, of course. Who are you um, visiting, Jeffrey? Who are you visiting on your way home? Just just some random people um, who happen to be in Indiana. You know, who happen places. to be me and some of our other friends. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. That'll be fun. As um, am I. But yeah, I feel like my... I, I know that my cooking has gotten a lot better um, compared to where, to like when I first started um, at mm -hmm. that job. Um, I feel like also maybe my my palate has been elevated, my taste level, um, maybe slightly, like new flavors. Um, I feel like though, favorite foods are, are things that rarely change uh-huh um, yeah like like easily top five for example um pizza would be on the list of course you can't naturally can you live without pizza um first although i'm vegetarian um i do love a good burger mm -hmm. um not a beef burger of course um <laughs> yeah a, a good a good burger like i'm really simple um diner style like burger and fries oh yeah um, but also my favorite thing that i've been making recently would probably be uh enchiladas 
as weird as that sound. And it's like Sounds, all of this feels yeah. like, like nothing. Nothing is like fancy at all. Um, I just really, really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, I made something recently. I made okay, so I love tacos. Um, tacos will probably for always be on my main list of your foods. Oh but yes. I happened to come across this recipe for. They're called like quote unquote raw tacos, but there's like there's no meat in it. Um, oh. And I came across this. Uh, she's a woman that I follow on Instagram, but I've seen her videos like on Facebook years ago. And um, you know, she's like a really pleasant woman. Really, like her energy is like like so pure. Um, I have to send her one of these videos. But lately, or maybe for a while, um, she's been doing these. Uh, videos where she showcases her recipes and like she does this this fast or cleanse and on one of the days she does like like a raw food day and so the tacos that she made consisted of like um pecans pecans they were like soaked pecans you soak them for like 20 minutes and you put like um peppers and mushrooms wow no or maybe I think I added the mushrooms because I lately I've been on this mushroom kick. Like, and I've I've always liked mushrooms, but I love them. Um, like sauteing sauteed mushrooms, beautiful. Um, yeah, and it, it came out so good. And the funny thing is, we're talking about like how we've come a long way with cooking. For example, um, I went to the store to get all this stuff. And how she did it was like she made the filling and then she used um, uh, lettuce as the taco shell. Wow. I went to the store and I brought back cabbage um, oh. <laughs> because I was like, you know, these, these look alike. Did not realize it until I got home and I'm like using them. Like something's like so weird. Like because lettuce. And this was just like super firm. I'm like, what the hell's going on? It wasn't until like Barbara noticed, like, yeah, you know, this is cabbage. I'm like, wow, that would explain everything. Um, but it still came out so well. Um, <laughs> I, I, it was so, 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 so good. Um, so, yeah, I would put uh, like tacos, less vegan tacos. And also, I guess I, I think everything for so far, but one of my favorite foods, um, one of my most favorite foods are belgian waffles like oh it's yes just, like so filling about it. it's like this vanilla flavor and it's just mm-hmm. my all-time favorite i love 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 belgian waffles and i've never they eaten are, belgium they are so good i love a good belgian waffle yeah so like what about you like what would you say some of your oh, favorite foods are my list is simple i can go down it i I wrote mine down. I did cheat a little bit. I know I asked you um, earlier. I said I was going to ask you to say yours by memory. I don't know if you did or if you wrote mm-hmm. them down between then and now or even earlier, kind of I'm anticipating this question. Fly. Well, I wrote mine down, okay? So it's easy. Ice cream is my fifth favorite food. Mm-hmm. I have a love affair with ice cream. When I was mm-hmm. in high school, I weighed well over 200 pounds. Um, <laughs> if you're of a good height, and you know you're um you're not short like i am there's a healthy way to weigh over 200 pounds and be fine but i'm very short so uh i was morbidly <laughs> obese i think by at that weight i have lost a lot a of weight teapot. 
one thing I never gave up, even no matter how I was dieting, one thing I never gave up was ice cream. Okay. And we're not talking like, uh, I want a scoop of plain vanilla. I was like, okay, give me a medium sized cookie dough blizzard. Okay. From Dairy Queen. Sorry. My alarm was just going off on my phone. Um, I mean, I'm talking like I never, ever, ever, ever gave up ice cream the way I wanted to eat ice cream. Okay. I just limited, I just limited ice cream. Uh, which that is to say dieting doesn't necessarily mean you have to give up your favorite foods, right? If you're oh, eating yeah, like deep sure. fried salted butter, give that up. Oh, like, oh no, God. don't eat that. Please Get rid of that. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing really. I don't know. Oh, I'm sure somebody made it. I saw this thing where oh, they, no. they have this whole big festival, I think in like Wisconsin or something. Uh, and um, you can get like a deep fried stick of butter. Yuck. And people just walking around eating them. Oh, that's mm-hmm. disgusting. I'm not going to that Wisconsin, whatever. It sounds like a state fair. I'm not going there. Yeah, um, it's my fourth kind of favorite thing. food. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. That was it. But it's like they, oh. they deep fry everything. They have like, you know, Yuck. deep fried Oreos, of course, which are fine. I've had that Those before. are okay. But it's like, they take stuff to a whole new level. Oh, deep fried butter. Before. No, thank you. My fourth favorite food is chicken Alfredo or fettuccine, you know, without chicken in it. Oh, yeah. I um, love pasta. I love pasta. I, I know that's not necessarily an Italian dish, although people think it is. I thought it was mm-hmm. for a long time. Um, but when I was over in Italy, they did have it on a menu at this uh, this restaurant we went to. And so I was like, well, I want to try it. Uh, so I tried it. It was a little bit different than the way we get it here, but <laughs> very, very good nonetheless. Okay. Uh-huh. Number three is something I actually just ate. Um, I, I took my girlfriend out on a date to a Mexican restaurant, and I, this is what I ordered. This is my go-to order, uh, arroz con pollo, okay? Um, I know we have differences. Chicken. We have Yeah, we have differences on what that means. Where Every time like, I've ever ordered I'm it, saying, it's got cheese on it, okay? It's got queso. All, all I'm saying is I've, I've never seen queso with that. It, it's so, like Monterey I mean, Jack queso. Well it's not. I, I don't know. It, like, I've never seen it on a menu anywhere. And that's not just in Indiana. Like, anywhere mm-hmm. I've gone and in, in, I've seen that on a menu, it's had cheese on it. But that being said, you are currently in New Mexico. Okay. So I'll that's, take your word yeah. for it. <laughs> I'll take your I'm word saying, for like, it. I know there are differences. City, there's at least, I mean, there's, there's one like Spanish place. Uh, they're like a little restaurant in my house. Um, so I guess that's like re- my only real exposure other than like other small places every now and then. Um, so I just never seen it at queso that, and to me, that was just like, wow. Oh, it's, I love it. I would order it. Honestly, I will always order it with queso on it if possible. I, I think it's great. Um, number two is just beer battered fish, like a beer battered cod or a beer battered, um, tilapia or pollock or something like that i i oh, love no. beer battered fish tilapia. oh my gosh tilapia i like tilapia. Stop. we'll have a talk we're gonna have a talk after this because i don't want to take us over but we're gonna oh, have no. a talk about tilapia. well hey whatever it is i don't eat tilapia a lot <laughs> but every time i've had it i have i've enjoyed it um and then my all-time favorite food spaghetti okay now i don't like meatballs in my spaghetti as odd as that sounds for someone like me who i'm like i like meat with every meal i don't like meatballs at all actually i don't like those okay i I don't like swedish meatballs um i don't like meatballs uh red sauce i guess red or alfredo 
Uh, red. I Definitely like red I sauce. Red sauce, but I love Alfredo sauce. Like, uh, I mean, I, I mean, like Alfredo sauce, but of course, but red sauce is my favorite for spaghetti. Is it still spaghetti if you use white sauce, though? I think the spaghetti is the noodle, right? I think the what noodle is, is, yeah. is, is a spaghetti. Yeah, it's a I don't know. Uh, maybe like, it's, when you when you admit the red sauce, does that automatically just turn into pasta? That's a that's a good food question. I I'm not an expert enough to tell you. Like, so I think it Italian. really depends because I'm pretty sure I heard some people arguing about it the other day. It's like it's a it's an a pasta noodle. It's a specific type of pasta noodle. Spaghetti yeah. is the dish. I mean, right? So technically, you know how there are like different types of noodles, like. Uh, uh-huh. Rositi or whatever, uh-huh. but spaghetti is the type of noodle. So I guess if you're using spaghetti, it's spaghetti. Regardless I think it's of what you put in it. I think it's an angel hair pasta noodle, though. I think if we call them spaghetti there, noodles, there I think that's a very Americanized thing. But again, we're Americans, mm. so I I think yeah. I think Americanizing is not necessarily a good thing but like I, you know that's that's how we've been raised is like we call yeah. it spaghetti noodles that may, that's probably not right um true 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 i see what you're saying yeah like and because you were in like italy and yeah. so i feel like what's it you that was saying like 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 you just said spaghetti here is like angel here there uh-huh. or something like that it's it's the pot um, i'm pretty sure the noodle is not what makes um the dish i think that the combination is what makes the dish like yeah, the combination yeah. of ingredients but i i don't know like i remember hearing or seeing some people argue about it and one of them said they were italian and like you know they knew what they were talking about when it comes to pasta but i can't remember which side was the italian side and i can't even be sure that they were actually italian yeah everybody's like well i'm this so i know yeah but we also we talked in our first podcast about or actually i don't think we got to it but if we ever do a part two, we can definitely talk about um, internet bravery, you know, <laughs> keyboard warriors. Oh, gosh. This is when, um, that's when you wish, like, Halo teleporters were real. Yes. Go, I was be like, I want to see if you're actually Italian. Um, but then again, I, <laughs> oh, I know I a couple people more about who... The, the, the keyboard warriors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love, like, I'm very, like, gentle and, you know, soft-spoken, but I would love to check some of these people <laughs> well, had um, a good fight in years. like come on i'm not a fighter so i also have not had a good fight ever <laughs> um <laughs> um so yeah i mean those are my favorite foods i i definitely um actually earlier today i sent you a picture i made uh quesadillas and they looked yeah, absolutely, absolutely perfect like they, yeah, they i was gonna say that is you were like you said like perfect perfect coloration yeah yeah and that is that is it because sometimes you try when you do it too early or too late either uh-huh. it's not like really crispy um or yeah um and this and was those, so those crispy moments it's like wow oh yes and it was so crispy and it was perfect it wasn't burnt it was so crispy the the stuff on the inside was warm the cheese was like ooey gooey and melty oh, I, I i have again a special way i make quesadillas that i don't want to share because it's it's not like a secret ingredient but i feel like it puts my you know 
my little 10 minute quesadillas i feel like it puts it up a a degree compared to like other people when they're like i'm just gonna make a quick quesadilla i'm like well i've got a couple of special things Uh that don't add any time on you know some people put quesadillas in a microwave yeah i mean i've done that if i'm in a hurry you know yeah if i'm in a hurry like on the stove I, i absolutely do too but like you know, with my job, um, if yeah. I get, if I even get a lunch break, like I, I, I have a legal lunch break, but because of obligations, I don't always have oh, no. an actual lunch break. And and so when I get the opportunity to cook, like I'll cook, but I don't often. So, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm really bad at prepping beforehand. So if I'm in a hurry and I'm like starving, I will microwave a quesadilla, right? Um, I was it's not as say- good, but... You know, we're talking about like us cooking and stuff. I think, well, actually, I'm quite sure out of like <clears throat> our friend group, we're the only two that like we love cooking. Or like we, like, or I guess a good way to say it is like we actually cook, you know? Um, yeah. Whereas other people, I mean, not to say that they're not cooking because they're making food, but they're just, they're just like they're just making food, you know, just to eat. It. That's it. But I feel like yeah. for us, it's more like a an art form, and not saying yeah. that we're like five star chefs or, or anything. No, I'm not. But we're like we're near. Yeah. To it. Um, yeah. Than a lot of Under- people. Yeah. Or than our than our friend group. Um, so I think that that's really cool. Yeah, I'm excited when you come to visit. I definitely think we should collaborate on a meal for our, oh, our friends. Yeah, like, I think you so and I cool. should put our heads together, come up with like some a, a good meal, and then by the time you're here, we can go get the ingredients and stuff. Um, it can be oh, like yes. a, a nice. You can take care of the vegetarian side of it. I'll take care of the side with uh, a little more um, uh, the the, the portion. The yeah, we got the meat. Not a sponsor. <laughs> but I am, <laughs> but I am super jazzed for that. So. Game on! That would be so absolutely. Cool. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I guess there's another episode of Meat and Potatoes. Yeah. Uh, we did it. What is this episode four? But ironically, this was supposed to be like episode two or something, and mm-hmm. it, it's but, a cursed episode. So, but here you have it, and um, you know, for anyone listening. Let us know what your, if you can, um, what your um, your favorite foods are. Or if you like to cook, what do you like to cook? If yeah. you don't cook, but you're interested in cooking, also let us know because we could give you some tips. And I'll send you that. my recipes. Um, we are going to try to set up some kind of social media. Yeah, social page. media page. Yeah, because um, that would be cool and then we'll have like a platform you know where people can actually reach out to us and we can interact with some people uh so yeah stay tuned and before we go i want to give a quick little shout out i'm not gonna make this a whole big mushy thing but one of my good friends for since at least sixth grade i think uh every time we post an episode she's always like the first person to get she she listens to it um I'm not sure what part of her day, but like she'll she'll message me um, or text me and be like, hey, that was a great episode. Uh, it's good to hear you guys like having fun, doing something awesome. And so I just want to give a, a quick shout out to, I'm not going to say her name for her privacy sake, 
but we used to call each other bosom buddy. That was like our fun little nickname for each other uh, growing up. So I want to give a shout out to my bosom buddy. Uh, you know who you are. So thanks for I'm supporting. I'm you guys like walking up to each other and like shimmying. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm pretty sure we used to do like this awkward chest bump thing. And, and I'm, it wasn't necessarily, you're not too far off the mark when you say that. So uh, that does bring up some memories that I've, I forgot I had. But I do want to thank her for that. That's great. Yeah, awesome I, I mean, I don't know you, um, but thank you, of course, for your support. And thank all of our fans. Absolutely. Um, I, um, so while we're on that train, I also mentioned Barbara a few times, of course. Um, she is a dear, 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 dear friend of mine, practically family. Um, but she has also helped with my cooking journey, uh, for example. And that's been like really fun. Uh, the encouragement has been awesome. Um, I've learned so much, so much in general, um, but a lot of cooking, for example, from her. She um, recently got a pressure cooker and that's been a lot of fun. Um, oh. But yeah, she's just like so insightful. Um, so yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. And I'll say it for the both of us before we leave for the day. Shout out to Vince for yes. um, being our friend that we have in common. The guy who introduced us um, indirectly got this ball rolling, I suppose. Uh, we will have you on the show one day, whether you want to be or not. Yes. Um, we will force so, Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, But guys, thank you for listening. Um, send us those comments. Interact with us. Follow us on social media. It's Yes, potatoes. we'll have that for you um, sometime soon. Absolutely. All right, guys. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.